Vindication and victory. Isaiah is proclaiming something about the Lord's victory. Sometimes perhaps we can forget that what the Lord is interested in in each of our lives is not a compromise, not a ceasefire or a stalemate, and not merely our survival. He wants much, much more for us. He wants to give us much, much more than simply survival. Also thinking this week with the March for Life on Friday, and then this Tuesday, the 46th anniversary of Roe versus Wade, we should stop and think for a moment what it means to have a victory. Because it seems, for these 46 years, as though there's been much more desolation, certainly much more death, and a growing indifference to death in our culture. Where is the Lord's victory? If he wants more than our survival, then why aren't people at least surviving? It's a moment for our entire nation to examine our conscience, to look at the heart of our nation. But more than just that, more than just the nation, it's a moment for each one of us, each Christian, to examine our own conscience. Are we pro-life? As a Christian, to be pro-life means something deeper than what it might mean for someone else who does not have the faith. For a Christian, to be pro-life means life on this earth and life to come. It means a conviction that life is good, a gift from God to be protected, to be safeguarded, to be nurtured. So that the Lord will take the life of this earth and raise it to be one with him in the life to come. That goes much, much farther than overturning Roe versus Wade. It goes much farther than changing the law. And it means something for each of us. It means to change the law we live by within. On the cross, Jesus Christ broke the law of sin and death. We can occasionally forget this. The victory has been won. Jesus Christ has triumphed. But in our lives, we can sometimes live by two laws. Sometimes the law of self can take precedence over the law of Jesus Christ. So where do we look for our own victory? Where do we look for the source of hope that can give us confidence that the victory on the cross will bear fruit in our lives, that we will do more than just survive, that whatever struggles we face we're not going to just hit a stalemate. But that victory, 
conquering sin. That that's possible. In the gospel, Jesus comes to a wedding, which is not by chance. He doesn't go to a town hall meeting. He goes to a joyful event where a man and a woman give themselves to one another to bring new life into the world, to share their life together, and to bear fruit. That's where Jesus reveals his glory. And it's interesting. It's not only that the party can't go on unless Jesus provides wine. Water is pretty good, too. But not for a feast. Water is great for survival. It's great after a run. It's great after a hike. But it's not what you serve at a wedding. God comes to give us more than survival. But he asks us to do something first. He asks us for water. He won't conjure wine out of midair. The Lord asks us to bring what we have this morning and every day. He doesn't ask us to bring wine ourselves, but he asks us to bring the simple thing that we are. Perhaps we're not high-quality filtered water either. That doesn't matter. The Lord asks us, the, the Blessed Mother asks us, Do whatever he tells you. Bring the water of your life. Bring that to the Lord. The Lord does not turn away what we offer him. When Isaiah is proclaiming the hope in the Lord's victory, he reminds us of something. The Lord delights in his people, he's happy to give. He's not our competitor. He's not bothered when we ask him for something. When we bring water, he's not irritated, thrown off of what he was doing. He's been waiting for this. He's been waiting for each of us so that he can bless what we have and raise it way beyond mere survival. In the Mass, when we receive our Lord in the Eucharist, we receive a foretaste of that final victory. The victory that we often can't see in this world's darkness, that we can't see in our day-to-day lives. But by faith, what we know is really and truly present here on the altar And then when we receive in our very selves, we ask the Lord to accept our gifts, humble, imperfect, to turn our water into wine, to change darkness into light, to raise our hopes for life to come. That's the victory we hope for. 
And that's the victory the Lord will give us if we trust him.